0: opening up that can of Budweiser on the boat.
1: The Budweiser is more refreshing and satisfying than the craft beer. You think so? I think your mouth wrestles with the craft beer. Like, there's a lot of... I'm not, like, into huge flavors. Pumpkin and, like, all that. You know what I mean? Like, a Budweiser, you that first you sip know you, you have take, beer. if it's the right temperature, it's pretty damn near unbeatable. But the craft beer is always, like,
2: well plug in your mic because I am recording. It's a process. The um Well I drank the vultures just because of the calorie Jeez thing. Captain. And like Bursa said, if you're gonna drink, you might as well have a half a dozen. But I haven't had a Budweiser forever. And um like I said, it's like dying and going to heaven anyway this is captain Jeff and welcome to the real guy podcast we got Lamont Jones in the house tonight and a very special guest Robert Silva down from Massachusetts
0: That's my it. dog <laughs> even the folks
2: so anyway we're glad to have uh, we got to have Robert in here he's um, he's been a, a friend probably for about three years now and um, actually met him um, met him at a uh, local Boston joint. One day, wasn't it? we South, right? Was it Southport? It? Yeah, Southport, Rod Bar. Okay, so I'm sitting at Southport, Rod Bar and me and the wife are hanging out, and a uh, guy walks up and introduces himself, and we've been friends ever since. So glad to have Robert here and uh, running the dog.
0: Glad to be here.
2: I get a first beer? Anyway, so... Um, Robert, well, I don't know if you do this or not, but Lamont calls you the mayor. Huh. Oh. Yeah, he calls you the mayor. Okay. And the reason I think <laughs> he calls you the mayor is because you, like, I don't know, show up at the sail club meeting, at the fishing club meeting, and then you're at Southport, and then you're at Coconuts, and then you're on the beach
1: walking. And then. Well, what's- <laughs> let me see. Oh, yeah, I got a yeah, few yeah, yeah. questions. Yeah, I've only yeah. seen you a couple times socially.
0: Right.
1: See, on, um, on social media.
0: Right. But, like, so you don't live here? Um, not full-time, no. Well, I, I work in Massachusetts, but I live when I'm in Fort Lauderdale. That's what I like to say.
1: So like Monday to Friday, you're in Mass, and then Friday night by 7.30, you're here. A lot, a lot of times, yeah. Yeah, a lot of times, That's, that's awesome, that is.
2: It's yeah. like professional snowbird. It is. Yeah, yeah you know. Like, like the snowbird that's not working you know they'll roll down here like Thanksgiving or right around Christmas or New Year's, and then they'll stay for like three months, and then roll back to wherever they came from. And that's
0: like regular snowbird. But you're like professional snowbird. Yep, yeah, and 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 a bit more. Now I had to correct you at the sail club meeting because what was it September one you did, and I flew down to that meeting to see you. So it's. When I'm coming down in August or September to see Captain Jeff at the sail club, right. that's kind of breaking of that snowbird barrier. I don't know if I, maybe dodo bird, I don't know, but I don't know if I like snowbird. No. I'm not one of those kind of guys.
2: Well then, you know, you're definitely not
0: Yeah. the regular snowbird, Yeah, by
2: far. Yeah. Yeah. So you'll just like figure out what you want to do and then schedule your time around it. Yeah. So like the sail club meeting, what was those on, Thursday nights? One tonight actually. Are you gonna go
0: i may break out you know when we leave here i may who knows pop in roll by you and see. see who's down there yeah. yeah shenanigans yeah it's a shenanigans Dania. yeah right oh. by Busakas. really that's a good place that's you a know? real a real good venue i feel i feel it's going to be a good spot if they choose to to stay there i think it's going to be good
2: so how long were you coming down to fort lauderdale before you started attending the sale club meetings
3: oh
2: about
0: 10 years now
3: oh, okay
0: yeah about 10 years not as you know not as often as I am now you know now I spend you know a fair amount of time here um, probably the last three four maybe the last four years is when I really started spending more time in a lot of deal in the winter um, That's what i kind of bumped into you and then once we you know once you put me on those top and forget about it i was all ruined for everything else and now i want to be in water deal all the time it's just what it is you know What it is
2: so you schedule uh, you schedule your time around the fish club meetings yeah fishing yeah and
1: uh outdoor establishments on the water and a lot of socializing yeah living the life yeah living the dream yeah all week long at work if you're making good money to come down here like that, you're busting your ass. Well, when I'm there, I
0: do put a lot of hours in. That's for and sure. And you're thinking I'm
1: the whole time about Friday, about flying right. here.
0: That's right. You better believe it.
1: I got to commend you for that. Because there's a lot of guys that do that that mm. never go anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. You well, know they what I'm definitely saying? don't fish. They think about it. They dream about it when they're working, when they're doing their nine to five and their thing. They're looking at magazines, they're looking at stuff yeah. Yeah. here online. We're talking shit. And then shit the weekend comes. Back to Ikea. <laughs> oh, Sunday night. Gotta go to bed early. It just the cycle continues. And then Monday they this start guy talking is again. on a
0: tear. Now, do you have, do you travel with
1: luggage? No. No, you have well, I mean, you know,
0: yeah, I mean, I have all, all my, everything I need is here. Everything I have, the only thing I bring is my bag. I have yeah. like one small bag that <coughs> I bring because I may have some paper with me and whatever. With your stuff, you yeah. Know, yeah, you know, my Decent laptop. cigars. Yeah, a few cigars. You know, uh, my laptop. Yeah, you
1: know.
0: So you tra- like that. travel on but, like a gentleman. Yeah, like a gentleman. That's right. That's that's that's. How many
1: guys? What percentage of the guys that are on the groups, you know, the most vocal guys, not pros, not charter captains, but enthusiasts that are on these groups that we're on, are fishing, that live here, are fishing more than Robert. Hardly any. Hardly any. Or
2: they'll get on a little, like a little roll for a I'll while. On a run. And then yeah. they, you know, life does whatever it does and then they're not out there no more.
1: Yeah, yeah. I gotta come yeah. out there. Get it from Monday to Friday in Boston. <laughs> Friday, Saturday, Sunday, hitting lifestyle hard. You should teach a class. Yeah. On how to do it. On how to really salt life. Yeah. Right. Like this is how you, you really salt life. You really wanna like take advantage of the lifestyle. You want to get dude. you want to take it further than the sticker <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah you know I, I do get a kick out of seeing those stickers then you see the yeti stickers um you know on the fancy trucks you know the fancy trucks no trailer hitch right jeff no trailer hitch they have all the stickers on the least they lease. Definitely have the stickers
2: the lease guys You yeah. know, you know like their leases yeah. tell them that now to have the trailer hitch on there
0: that's right, because they don't want to worry about trannies. Right? Yeah, yeah, could be. You might be onto something there. That's probably why they start putting trailer hitches on these trucks. Nobody's buying them. They're leasing, them. dude. Right. So I mean, Lambrex, I mean, I don't know. dude, Lambrex comes over here the other
2: night mm. to do the to do the recording, and we we banged out a pretty good one. I had a good time with him. Yeah. <clears throat> you seen his truck? Which one does he have? Dude, he's got the Ford Super Duty. No, I didn't see it. And then he's got, like, about $50,000 in extras on it. With the giant tires and the huge, yeah. I mean, everything. Yeah, he likes the that. The cameras yeah, and all that. Yeah,
0: he likes that. He likes that. Dude,
2: he's a, he's a financial dude. It's all right. He goes into the yeah.
1: office every yeah. day. Yeah. He's got another car. No, no. He's ha- got an infinity or something. A Benz. So what, he's leasing the Benz and then has he owns the truck? Mm-hmm. Probably something like that business pays for the bins. How well, that it? is cocky. Well, you well, you know, don't just you pull know. up to your lunch meeting or whatever. He's in the financial world. Pull up like Bigfoot. That's how um, Brad Wesley pulled up in the movie Roadhouse. You remember that? I do remember that. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. I remember that. Yeah. I went
1: back and forth, a little karate, a little yeah. this, that. Ah, nah, Bigfoot truck. It's over. I'm running over your whole dealership. <laughs> so, Robert, you get into town, and then what are
2: you rolling around in? You're not rolling around in a pickup truck.
0: Yeah, no, that's, that's, so, that's the next thing. That, you know, like I said, I have everything I need here. That's, that's the only thing I don't have. I need to get a truck. So I don't need a fancy. I don't need a fancy truck. I, you know, I don't need that. I'd rather have it be a little banged up. I can throw my gear in there. You know, I don't have to worry about people looking at it. They're going to be like, yeah, no, they're not even going to, you know, they're not going to, like, try to break into it. That's the kind of truck I like. I don't want to say, oh, that guy has stuff in there. Let's go take a look. I don't want that.
2: I used to work on this boat called the Gina Lee. And yeah. uh, they were down there at BMR. And um, the captain Dave, the owners leaving everything, and the captain Dave gets to rent a convertible BMW, and he's rolling up and down the strip with it, and he's having like the time of his life, and he was like totally, totally into rolling up and down the strip in the convertible. Do you remember that Lamont? It was a bucket list check off for him. Right, he had and to it do was that. At the top. He had to do that. Like. Mm kind of like the harley dudes who got to ride through the mountains or whatever he had to get up and down the strip with the convertible
1: when's the first year you came down to fort lauderdale
0: uh well the first time i remember was probably like around 95 we were heading down the keys with some guys we used to go down like maybe four times once a quarter we'd go down there blow off steam and um one of the times we ended up landing in lauderdale i remember going to uh She's supposed what's the name of the place that was over there, uh, right when you're at Southport Robby you're looking right at it there. What was it? Not Sundance. Yeah, Sundance. Sundance yeah. Marine, yeah. Yeah, we popped into Sundance, um, checked that out, and then I wanna say it was Shirt Tail Charlie's. Right? Shirt
2: Tail Charlie's, yeah. We ended
0: up we ended up stumbling into that place and hanging out there for a while and
2: Shirt Tail Charlie's was on the river for the longest time and that yeah. was kinda like an old local yoko go to place. And then I don't know. Kind of got run down, and then the guy bought it. He actually had some businesses here on the Strip in the glory days. But anyway, he bought yeah. it and did the Pirate Republic. Called it Pirate Republic. Stepped up the menu a good bit. Dumped a bunch of dough in there. And we actually did a LunkerCon there. Oh, nice. What was that? Five years ago? Six years yeah. ago? Now?
0: Yeah, well, that would have been a good spot. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it was a good spot. We went. We were, we built the Zen Dog up to that some bitch. Um, some other we guys. packed
1: it out. Oh, yeah. It spilled out. They couldn't handle the people. Yeah, no, yeah. The, whole, the whole... Oh, place.
0: I believe that. Well, yeah.
1: it was funny. That was the first one we did.
0: Oh, so that was, was first one. It 1.
1: When nobody wanted to give us space. Right.
0: Mm. Yeah.
1: Because the other thought we were lying about the amount of people that were coming. Right. Or they believed us and didn't want to deal with it. Right. Or had just no idea what we were talking about. <laughs>
2: all, all three.
0: Yeah, they didn't know.
2: They had well we didn't know really yeah I mean we had a we had an idea you know we were like oh yeah a bunch of people are gonna come we oh go, well, how many uh oh, hundred maybe 200 I think about 300 showed up 280 maybe to the pirate Republic back then and that was friggin' nuts
0: yeah totally yeah. nuts yeah. but anyway that was the old Churchhell Charlie's yeah so we popped in there and then that was it we headed point south and never really was back in Lauderdale much till probably about 11 12 years ago popped in and then kind of just
1: and what brought you in that time i'm sorry what brought you in like what lured you um, to fort lauderdale
0: then just kind of looking to get a place down here in the warm climate get out of the where cold yeah with some you know you have waterways and and it just kind of happened that way they ended up in lauderdale i guess you know yeah 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 it's nice because you know it's easy to get in and out of Lauderdale. I mean, the airport's right there, just minutes away. You know, that's like a really big, important part. So, I mean, I thought about Stuart and all that up that way because it's pretty cool up there. Right. But it's the commute. Like right. when you, you know now you get you know you right now Palm Beach now you have to get driving up there. You know, it's a little little more work. Little so more you time. can
2: you can you can like when the if the, if the flight works out good, you can basically. Get out of Boston. Oh, yeah. And be here in what?
0: And still have dinner. Four, four hours, maybe? It's three hours. I, I go out of Providence because it's just so much easier. Oh, you think of that,
2: yeah.
0: Small regional airport almost to me. I mean, you know, they, they fly everywhere, but to me it's a very small airport. It kind of reminds me of Palm Beach, the airport there. Very small, very quick. You navigate really easy. I mean, I go there. I mean, I know all the workers there because I'm always in there. They're like, hey, how you doing? You know, it's like it has that cool feel to it, you know?
2: Well, you kind of got that... Everywhere you go.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Well, I don't know
2: what... I I mean, like, you know, like, like, you know, people know me because they catch a lot of fish. You know, you show up to the cell club, they
0: just know you. They're like, oh, there's Robert. Well... Cause I've run with Captain Jeff, you know what I mean. So yeah, that's I all I did. That opened up all kind of doors, Jeff. That opened up all kind of doors. I've Jeff, run with Captain Jeff all for 40 All the doors were opened when years. I said Jeff is my yeah. guide. When Jeff is my guide, that opened up all the doors. That was it. The carpet came. Red carpet came out.
1: It, it don't
2: work. Right. I'm, I've just, telling
0: you. I'm just telling you.
1: For forty years, I don't know a third of the guys you know.
0: Well, I mean, yeah. You know
1: everybody. Uh, everybody uh, knows you, and I've been rolling with it John, for
0: 40 years. If, I don't know if that's good or bad, though. <laughs> but, yeah, I guess, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. It's been good. A lot of deals have been good to me, you know? <laughs> you know what I mean? I'll definitely say that.
1: Well, I think you had good, the right... He's living the life. You, know, oh, it, you see the contrast between these stay-at-home weekenders? I do see the contrast. He's
2: out. He's got his. He's got a skiff here. He's got a place to put a skiff. He's got a place to walk out on his dock and get on his skiff he's got the right spouse to bring out on the skiff and that, and to enjoy well, that's water a big mail. that
0: that that's a big part of it that's R- huge. Rhonda will do whatever I want to do she's ready to go and then she'll even push me to do more things you know right. she's yeah she's yeah, there's, yeah that's yeah that's she's solid. She's solid yeah that's huge yeah we're doing we're going yeah
2: he's got all the pieces together he's got the pieces of the puzzle
0: yeah you know, everybody
2: in life you know they talk. well you know I'm just trying to put pieces together I think so. I think Robert I think you've
1: like Pretty How much hard are you representing up in mass?
0: Like, you nah. tan, you have a good tan, like, is everybody, like, what do you... Oh, yeah, they all know, they all know, they all know, they all know where I've been, they all Florida they, man. They know, yeah, they know, they see the tan, you know, that's what it is, they know, you know what I mean? They're like, this guy, this guy's
2: spending time in the 954.
0: Yeah. Right. <laughs> At the 954. Yeah. But, yeah. That's good. You know? I've
2: seen you've been in the 305 lately a little bit. A few, Yeah, a little bit in the 305, you know. And you just happen to roll down to the 305 and then hang out with, like, the biggest fishing legend in the 305? Yeah, just kind of, yeah. Yeah, it just works out. Yeah, right? I just kind of. That just, ever happened to you, Lamont?
0: No. Yeah. <laughs> and and his, and his co captain. You know, he.
2: Yeah. I want to know about that. Tell me yeah. a little bit how that whole thing happened.
0: All right, I don't know. We're um, jumped on the whaler, you know going down the intercoastal, I, I, I don't even remember what day it was, it was probably a Friday, Saturday, I don't know, had lunch on the intercoastal somewhere, Rhonda's at the wheel, Rhonda's getting really confident um, with the boat, she takes the boat back home, you know, in Massachusetts, the waters are not like they are here, Right. you know, it's a lot lot different, you know, you don't have the traffic jams on the waterway, so all these big boats everywhere, she was a little nervous at first, so I just tell her, Rhonda, just take the wheel, man, I'm right here, just just go, you know, so she's getting comfortable, so she drove down, you know. She, she cruised the boat down, then from there we end up um, saying, well, let's go down a haul over, because it's not that far, so we cruised down a haul over, and um, that's when I told her, let's poke outside, because I don't see much wind, you know? So we went outside, and it was flat. It was like driving in the car. So right. I said, take it to Miami. And she knew which way to go, it was funny, you know? She, she knew south, you know what I mean? She didn't, you know, And that's it, she cranked right down to Miami. So I tell her, she, see that boat right there? That's Bouncer's boat. You know, it's like hundreds of yards away. I don't know. Right. I did not want to. Well, it sticks out, but, you know. It's as you well. Know, it's a thirty-three dusky. I right. mean, you know, you know, you know that profile. It's, you just know the shear line. You just know the boat. You know. Right. I know my fiberglass. I guess I don't know. So she goes. How do you? I said, I'm telling you. So sure enough, we get we get close to the breakwater there outside the government cut, and sure enough, it's, it's on there. So um, so we end up going to Monty's and uh, actually, a pal of mine from back home was in Miami that week, and I'm like, wait a minute, my pal Richie's down here. I'm going to call I said, I'm gonna call him. I said, I was supposed to get together with him. So I call him, and he's like, dude, I'm five minutes from there. I'll be there in five minutes. He knew where we were at. So we well, showed up with his entourage, the guys that he works with, and we all hung out, and now Bouncer's boat pulls in. So Rhonda's like, go talk to that guy. We go to his seminars, we go this, we go that, go talk to that guy, we're going fishing with him. I right. like, think so? She goes, yeah, we're going. So, um, so I went over there and started talking with Bouncer, and he gave us the only date that he had that month, he said, "This is the only date I have. You want a, uh, you know, half day or whatever? I don't know, three-quarter day, whatever. You know." I said, now we're gonna go. We want the full girlfriend experience. We want the whole day." Right. So he's like, "Okay, let's do it." So we, I flew down the next week. We went fishing and we nailed it. Um, so yeah, so uh, you know, he shoot me a text once in a while, uh, but his mate more so. You know, mate, but he's also a captain. You know, A B. Um, he's cool, you know, he's always shooting me messages and stuff and so, talking fish and whatever. You know, he's a good guy. They're good guys. They're good people. And again, it's all through Jeff's social network of saying, you know, Jeff, you know, you're the one that told me, go to the Sailfish Club meeting. I'm right. like, you know, you want to get more into this stuff, go to Sailfish. I'm like, well, Jeff, I don't, just just go. Just go there, hang out, have a beer. You, you'll start talking to guys. You know, it's going to work. Trust and, me, you want to go. And that's, that's where you learned about Bouncer and
2: what a great fisherman he was and then you could actually just,
0: you know, book. Yeah. Yeah, I heard that there and then we went to some of his seminars that he has over at Dusky. Right. So we went over there to a seminar. So I've followed him for a few years. So Rhonda's like, Yeah, it's time to stop following It's time to start doing. We're gonna go we're gonna go on the trip with him. And that's, that's,
2: that's awesome. You got a Rhonda that actually encouraged Oh yeah, that? she
0: pushed it. She pushed it. She yeah. encouraged it. She insisted actually. Insisted? So, yeah, she insisted that we're gonna fish with so.
2: <laughs> him. That's pretty good. Now how many other guys from Massachusetts do you think are rolling like that? Yeah, I don't know. There's a few.
0: there has got to be be some. I
2: took a Massachusetts guy out um, just two trips ago. I saw that. Mary Oysters. You ever heard of that? He's an oyster farmer up there.
0: Well, that's big now. That's really, really, really big up there. Yeah,
2: I guess he got a lease, and um, he told me that it was about 100 acres, which I guess is a pretty big one. That's a pretty good size. And anyway, he's an oyster farmer down there. He keeps his boat right there at Monty's. Now, Monty's, for you guys that don't know, that's right at the end of South Beach in Miami. Um, that's miami beach marina um, Moni's is a restaurant that's on there yeah. bouncer keeps his boat right there some of the other really good fishing boats are in there and um you know if you're into the boat scene um that's the place to be seen yeah. in miami beach
0: yeah
2: right yeah so um so anyway so, you know it, it's uh kind of cool because think about that um robert's girlfriend Rhonda wife now wife We're now, been married now we've been married for a few years gets in the boat and drives to miami beach sees one of the best fishermen in the world and then they go and they book the trip with them nobody's better than that robert
0: no i i have to agree i have <laughs> to agree with you it doesn't well, get much better
2: when you're right you're right yeah
0: exactly you know
2: i don't know i think i think i don't know you might, i got a feeling after this recording here you're going to open up the eyes so some of these people that are just talking all the time and not doing.
0: Yeah, no, you got to do. Yeah, you have to. You have to do it. If you want to get out in the water, you have to go. If you want to fish, you want to go. if you haven't fished with Jeff, I'm going to tell you right now, you have to do it. And I'm not just, you know, I'm not just saying that. You have to do it. Um, I have a lot of first fishing with Jeff. You know, because you might say, you know, because it's it's tough sometimes. You're busy working. You you know. You know the boat. We have boat issues, whatever. Jeff has you out there. He know he does the research. He does the water time. He does water time, so he knows where the fish are. He puts you on them. And um, I can tell you a, fu- a funny thing with that. Funny, 21 one. time we were out fishing, and um, it was slow. It was really slow going, you know. And, uh, and it's no big deal because I just enjoy the time. You know, we light up a cigar. We, you know, we just shoot the breeze about whatever. Um, so I'm, I'm having fun anyway, you know it's you know fish the fish is a bonus, but it's what we go for. I, I'm not you know that's the bonus the, re, the thing's just getting out there and learning learning the ropes, okay So we're doing that. so it was, it was bad. so I, I told Jeff I say Jeff, don't you know don't worry about it no big deal, you know um, We'll get him next time and it's like he morphed. When I said that, his whole look he like looked at me like I guess he couldn't believe I actually would say that like I want like I don't know if he thought I lost faith in him which it wasn't losing faith in him it's just the fish are either chewing or they're not you know what I mean but he like made like this look and he got like all serious Ever it was like game time and then it just opened up we just went nuts we just got topping after topping after topping a couple snook thrown in it was just it was just hilarious so I guess that's what I have to do when You know if we get out there it's a little slow i'll just tell jeff you know don't don't worry about it we'll get him next time you know (laughs) but you remember that right jeff you must remember that i remember that you won't remember the face maybe because you're not seeing that but it's like you like you know i'm not saying like you turned green like the hulk but you know it did that whole transformation but your whole everything you everything changed on you everything changed i don't know if it's your football thing you know from being a football player and it's like you know now it's time to produce i don't know what it was but you changed it. that was it
2: it's called the same intensity all right it's called the same intensity like there's a certain time hmm. whether i don't care what sport you're into and this is what makes fishing a sport yeah. people think it's a hobby it's not no i don't care what sport you're into there's a time when you have to get into a zone that requires serious intensity oh
0: yeah
2: in fishing the best Fishermen have that intensity level. It comes out different ways in different people. Maybe you saw that, you know, you know that particular oh, yeah. that particular day. Oh, Some yeah. guys are harder about it, you know, and and it can often hurt people's feelings when the intensity, you know, picks up. But fishing with the intensity every trip consistently, I think, is huge. I think when somebody like you sees that, they appreciate it, and then they. They kind of put it together where like well, there there's more dimensions to fishing than you know going out there and you're using the right bait and the right knot there's an intensity level that people people appreciate
0: and i think that's well you hit the intensity level that's for sure <laughs> no doubt about it nobody's gonna nobody's more intense when it comes to inshore topping fishing that's just what it is you're not going to find somebody more intense and throw a few snook into i guess you know did you see
1: that? To change it up here for a sec. Did you sure. see that? Um, the tiki boat got hit by the water taxi. Yeah. Ouch. Did I,
2: who, post, who posted that? Was that your
1: tiki man?
0: Yeah. The guy tiki that man. got hit posted. Oh yeah, he put it right off.
2: Okay, so he 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 became a member. All right, so tiki man had the tiki barge boat. Yeah. And, and he's chilling at the sandbar correct or mouth of the river or whatever
0: Not I don't the know river. No. No, I think it was cruising he might have been cruising it might have been tired I don't know he was cruising he was cruising because yeah. like I only saw the post. In the river though in the river I don't think it, it was it, the it.
1: same thing that I always complain about the water taxi took a shortcut and got in between Tiki man and what the structure or whatever yeah and got close enough where his bumpers like hit the Tiki and what did, did
2: Tiki man like report it to the authorities or anything? I think how so. did yeah. he did? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. But, but they anyway. said
1: without any um, like paint swap or damage because it didn't really do anything, right? Didn't, but it's just did. a matter of here we go.
2: You know, I st- I read it and I I saw the post. I wasn't positive, you know, how it came in, but I saw it on the forum or on the uh, group, and um, I was going to jump all over it. You know, yeah. and start pounding my chest and being like, yeah. "I told you," and all that. But I wanted to take my time because I didn't really know That's exactly nice. what happened. Yeah. I haven't spoken with anybody. Yeah. I was only looking at it on Facebook, so I didn't really, you know, what I mean, yeah. make a huge scene about it. But I want to find out all the details. I want to find out all the details, and um,
1: I'm gonna see if I can get Demler on the phone. Will? Yeah, him and Tiki Man they're like boys they're friends let me see if I can get them
0: on the phone get them right on there yeah oh yeah yeah they're definitely tight
1: Robert have you and uh you and Rhonda had
2: any bad experiences with the water taxis here in Fort Lauderdale um
0: don't be shy I mean, yeah,
2: well, I mean, did you make friends with I them mean, too
0: no yeah no 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 <laughs> well it's kind of funny right <laughs> one time when we were fishing so, so you asked me you know if we've been on the water in Fort Lauderdale you know it's like four years ago whatever. I said, well, the only time I've really been on the water is on the water taxi, and your, your face did kind of like it change. Just, <laughs> it changed. It definitely changed. I don't know if it was too intense change, but it was like changed like a disbelief. Like I have a, a water taxi client on my boat. I mean, I don't know, but you definitely, definitely, you definitely. Know, so yeah, I've been on. The, I've been on it. You know, yeah, everybody's been on it. You know, I remember. I like, honestly, it was like four dollars when we first went on it. That was it? Twenty-four? I don't know. Well, I don't, what? And when it went to five dollars, everybody went nuts. When it went to five dollars, I remember everybody in town went crazy. What, they got bad because they were yeah. thinking it was getting too pricey. Yeah, really. Yeah, four to five. I remember hearing people really like, 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 almost want to rebel over it. But
2: I meant like when you and when you and Ronda are out in the
0: whale. Yeah, we've yeah we've yeah yeah we've had them you know get close. We've had them uh, you know they you know they they, they they create a wake. You know, it's what it is. They they throw in a wake when you know if we if we throw a wake like that, you get pulled over. It's what it is. Right. Yeah. You know I mean, you're gonna you're gonna get that kind of wake. You're gonna get pulled over. Just what it is. Right, but for some reason, I mean, I don't know. They just seem to create the wake and just keep chugging. <sighs> but maybe it's me. Maybe it's my vision. My eyes might not be as good as they used to be. I don't it, know. No, it's
2: not your vision. But, you it's know, not your vision because it, it seems to
0: be a lot of other people feel the same
2: way. Right, like the like the group that we started. Yeah. We started a, a group on Facebook called the Water Taxi Problem, and um, I didn't even personally start it actually. No, I know that. But. Uh, you know, yeah. One, yeah. Of the, I know. Yeah. one of the reasons it started but i didn't actually personally yeah. start dude we got like 600 or 700 members on that group and that's like a local thing and that was I mean, like in a week that was like in a week it was quick it was quick i saw it, it was like i'm just saying it's, it's not just you know the fishermen it's not just the you know no. it's everybody has everybody. an issue with the water taxis yeah. here and uh man, it totally kills me and i called it though i knew I knew that they were going to run into somebody. I figured somebody would get hurt. Well, that's not the first time. Well, that's, and that that was my next point. Is like, how many times has that happened where we didn't hear about it? Like, this particular person either knew about the group or knew that it was somebody on the group, but how many times did they run into somebody or smash somebody or do something out there unlawful, you know, and um, we just didn't know? Right.
0: right. I know of two incidents that they hit boats, and they just kept going. I mean, they had like actually had damage where, you know, like big gouges in the boat, and the guy just waves, and went on his way. Well, I said it before. It was like two years ago, over at Bahia Ma. I said it before, I'll say it again. Somebody's going to have to get killed
2: or really hurt badly out there by one of these water taxis in order for somebody to
0: well, do something about it. Ho- hopefully, it does- hopefully it doesn't come to that. Um, I did see a couple of posts. I don't know if it was on Sandbar or if it was on Water Taxi, I don't know, but there was a couple of posts saying that they were behaving, they weren't throwing wake. So hopefully, you know, they, they may not want to address it to the group, but maybe they address it internally and say, hey, listen, you got a bunch of guys, a lot of local guys that are on the water and, you know, they're complaining, so you guys got to step your game up. I'm hoping that's happened. I'm hoping. they're not. You know, they're not going to tell us because they don't want to admit there was a problem, you know what I mean? But I'm hoping that's what they're doing. Well, I
2: think they got reprimanded, and I think, yeah. I think that you know they had a discussion about it because I yeah. did notice, I did notice that the water taxis were way more tame, and I, I, don't know, I was hoping anyway, yeah. you know, that that was the reason why. But I was, uh, I was down at Sunrise Harbor today, mm. and um, I was on the bicycle there, and I'm on that bike for, uh, I don't know, almost an hour. Mm. And I got the bird's eye view of the, the marina and the intercoastal
0: right
2: and those water taxis the big ones what are they 50 feet or whatever the oh, double deckers designed, or whatever yeah. big are just rolling by there one right after another and just when I thought maybe we were making some way or maybe they were starting to you know
0: they're blowing right through
2: right it just totally like because yeah. i had been fishing Miami the last what
0: three weeks straight haven't even been out here once yeah yeah so you're so, not yeah you don't have a lot of deal but
2: the last time I was out here it was somewhat manageable there wasn't so many taxis out and most of them were doing the right thing although I did take one video they didn't upload yet but sitting there at the spa and riding the bike and looking out the window and just watching them go by that's uh, Sunrise Boulevard um, right on the intercoastal. So it's a real skinny spot. There's a marina right there with some of the most beautiful boats you'd ever want to see in it. Yeah. And those guys are rolling by, throwing the two foot wake just over and over and over again. Didn't see one cop. Didn't see any coast guard, anything, yeah. but I did see a shitload of water taxis. And um they're on patrol. They're on patrol. They're just killing me. Yeah. And then they bumped the dude over here. I mean Tiki Man. Tiki Man. Tiki Tiki Man got bumped.
0: By uh, the water. So he to wasn't exit. too happy. He wasn't too happy that day. I could, I could tell because he's a pretty calm guy. I met, met him. Yeah, you he, know Tiki I met, Man. I met. Imagine that he knows Tiki Man. No, I, I, can't say that I know him, but I did meet him at Southport Rapa when he was breaking out. He was doing a, I don't know, sea trial on one of his new models, so to speak. So he started rapping. He gave me his card. New um, model of the Tiki? Yeah. You know, it was like I don't know if it was a prototype, maybe I don't know, but it was, it was a new Tiki. Um, Five years ago. I mean, I'm serious, Jeff. I know you. I know you're chuckling, but I met Tiki Man. Nice guy, very mellow, very cool.
2: How do you know Tiki Man? I just and know about I'm his boats about. and I'm like got about. the updates and everything. I don't even know Tiki Man. Yeah,
0: I met him. I met him at some I don't point, know Tiki. Man. Know?
2: I met Lamont's him at, been. Lamont was born at Broward General.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and I'm he I'm don't f- know Tiki Man. I went to Fort Lauderdale High School. You must, you must work a lot. Come on, you must work a lot. That's the only thing I can think of. Never met Tiki Man. It's I think Lamont's right. I think you are the mayor. I think he's. Well, that's, it, a, that's a reach, but I'll, I guess I'll take now you're it. You're the
2: mayor east of US 1.
0: Well, you do you do know it takes a lot for me to go west of Is 1. It.
1: But the water
2: time West of there.
0: West of ninety five, I have to take a shower. The mayor of, of water time. I'm, all, I'm all I break out in the sweat. I'm all nervous. I I have to get in. First thing I do is jump in the shower. I get nervous. I get anxiety tiki. when I go out west. I just do. You know, I don't know what it is, but I do. So I like a lot, the, lot of people get nervous when they yeah. go west. West one here.
1: The tiki thing looks very cool, and it, you know, it's, I guess it's like a pontoon boat. You know, with the circular um, bar on top of it and the that's cheeky roof or whatever. That's cool. But as usual, my friends who are still like serious partiers and power drinkers amongst other stuff, they're like, oh, we'll grab a tiki for the day. And they're like, well, you're averaging drinking like five beers and two doubles an hour. Where are you going to piss? And they ain't doing... um,
0: well, a, lot of, a lot of these guys don't forget too. They piss in place. But what about the chicks? Are they doing five-gallon buckets?
2: Do I get to certify yeah. some five-gallon yeah. buckets yeah. for the team? How TV many man? people, yeah.
1: Jeff? How many people have bucket, uh, have peed in the bucket up on your trips? Male or female? Well, no, female. Males don't count. Wait, a males not peeing in a bucket. The older males peeing in a bucket. Okay older. And know, we take a lot of older people out yeah, and they and have get the, to pee have them up the up. stream, the wind right. and everything, yeah, that's fine.
2: And I'll turn the boat the right direction if they're not paying in the bucket. I'll give them try to put all the odds in their favor, try to make it a pleasant experience. Yeah. But I'd have to say one chick a month? One a month? Yeah. Right. One a month? Sure. We'll use the bucket. Personally, well, personally I think I think if a chick doesn't use the bucket, like, she's cutting her experience short. I and mean, how many times can you, like, piss in a bucket in front of, like, $10 million homes and $100 million yachts? I mean, you, yeah. You're, right?
0: You're onto something there. You're definitely onto something. Right? Yeah, yeah. I, dev- I never thought of it that now way.
2: Usually when you piss in a bucket, it's like, you know, in the parking lot of, like, a ball game or something. I mean, you're pissing in a bucket. The guy's paying 120000 a year property tax. You're pissing in a bucket right there.
0: Front. Right out front. <laughs> well,
1: I mean, you know. So I want to know what's going on with Tiki. Tiki Man and what he's doing? Like Tiki, I can say the girls and stuff could do Tiki Man if he just kind of hung around like the shooters area and they could just keep jumping off to be inside shooters. Well, they
0: kind kind of do that. They
1: kind of do that.
2: Whoa, I just thought of something. Do you think Tiki Man and that taxi dude were doing something there? Where, like Tiki man was trying to let the girls pee on the taxi and... <laughs> does the taxi have a pisser Taxi's got a pisser I don't know dude it's a 60 footer or whatever double decker the thing holds 40 people think so fully ch- equipped they're fully equipped well they don't have a certified five gallon bucket on there but they got a fucking yeah well that's an, head. That's an
0: added option you call that and, an added option
2: well if anybody would like to use the head right when you get past Wayne Hunzinger's house he's only worth five zillion dollars you can take a dump right there
1: the handout for a tip.
2: Do you get, did, did, is that how they're making their money on? Tip job, yeah. The are pressuring. Are they looking for the women that have to use the restroom and then taking to the restroom and then expecting them to tip? The fiver. You get a fiver, you get a fiver if you're a water taxi captain and you lead the right lady to the bathroom. To the head. You can't call a bathroom on a boat a bathroom. You have to call it a head otherwise you're just not Saw life yeah. i don't know i've never been on the water taxi once and the water taxi what did norm say 86 they started 84. something
0: like that yeah. yeah it was in the 80s yeah something definitely like the 80s mm-hmm. so i walk
2: around town proud like people look at me and they're like dude that guy's never been on a water taxi let me tell you what that no duck kidding. thing did. No. Guys look at me and they're like, that guy's never been on a water taxi. My poor kid's never seen the New River without seeing without a, water a water taxi. Water taxi.
1: Uh-huh. How about at that? At least the duck's gone, right?
2: The duck's gone. That day. And the duck's gone in Miami, too.
1: Good. Did I tell you how bad the duck got us? We were down there shooting um, a TV show, a tattoo t- TV show in South Beach. And the duck goes up and down Washington.
3: Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's like yeah. part
1: of the tour. Yeah. And they kinda give you the whole um like sure. celebrity South Beach speech. Oh, over yeah. here there's Madonna's place and this was blah blah blah.
0: So the, the big producer... bullhorn with a big bullhorn yep. as they're out with front the big of bullhorn.
1: Yeah, You
0: gotta love it. You gotta love that. Yeah. The
1: producers of the show were like, Oh, it'd be cool for the cast to go on the duck tour and I was like, No, it wouldn't. Like that's dumb. Like four or five dudes that are in their thirties that are tattoo artists are not gonna all of a sudden be like, Hey, let's go on the duck today so we film on the duck <laughs> right I'm against it I'm like oh this is this is so lame blah oh, blah blah I actually fell hurt my knee bad because that thing's like it's a military ship that thing
2: right you know That's what I mean? what they are, it's right like yeah.
1: inch thick steel so wouldn't you know every single day after that the duck would stop while we're filming and the guy on the bullhorn would be like, Oh, check it out. That's the uh, Miami Ink set right there. You can probably see Ami through the window. They gubbed right up on the set. And we'd have to cut. And we'd be like, Cut. <laughs> oh, my word. And that went on for three years. Oh. So it was like you against the duck. So I had, I was a, first started with the middle finger when they came by. And then other people would do it. And then they called. Called who? Called the producers. And they were like, can you guys stop giving us the middle finger out in front? And the line producer, Isaac, was like, hey, Lamont, like, don't be giving the. Can you stop doing the middle finger to the duck tour? I'm like, dude, they're the ones that screwed us. Three times a day, they're stopping in front of the shop going, hey, uh, check it out. There's Miami Inc., uh, TLC TV show. Um, you can probably see Ami through the wind. Nonstop. Every day. Did you know that that
2: same duck boat that, that you're talking about would shake me down? with a cop at Watson Island daily. When I'm putting For parking or for- Well, there's there's a ramp that's there for the duck boat. And God forbid you use that ramp. There's like five ramps there. But if you use the ramp that the duck boat's supposed to use, the cop is sitting there specifically for the duck boat. No kidding. Who gets on the horn and yells at you
0: and- Pick another ramp. Do they have a sign? Do they have a sign? No sign. Duck boats only? No, no sign or whatever. Just the cop. Just the cop. They got the cop. Yeah.
2: So, anyway, that's how the duck boat was pushing us around the ramp. Very similar to how the taxis pushed us around the intercoastal here, but they had a cop and everybody was just right out in the open, typical Miami style.
0: Well, do you think he was really a cop, though, or was he maybe like a, a prop? That, oh that no,
1: party. that's Miami.
0: They're real cops. That's real, real cop, but it's Miami. It was so it wasn't like the cast, and they had like a guy in a costume or something. It was yeah. a real cop.
2: You ever get pulled over on like a dark road in like Costa Rica or Mexico or something by a cop?
0: I can't say I have. <laughs>
2: well, it happens. If you like, if you're hanging in Costa Rica. Yeah. Or you're hanging in Mexico or whatever and you're driving and you're going through the freaking hills and everything and then the cop pulls you over and you're like somewhat nervous. You're like looking at the guy he's like, is this guy really a cop? What yeah. side is he really on? Well, that's the way it is at the Watson Island boat ramp.
0: Yeah.
2: You look at the cop and you're like,
0: yeah.
2: that's one dude that I'm definitely not.
0: We want to piss him off.
2: I, I don't want to be friendly with him either. Yeah. It's like you're just looking at him like he's not with me. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah.
2: Just, just saying.
0: So they, so they must have discontinued that practice now that the duck boats aren't there. The cop's not there. Right. So now we just got jet ski
2: rental people everywhere, every ramp in the 954 and the oh, yeah. 305. They're, they're, oh, yeah.
0: They're out of control, especially in the 305. They're really out of control down it,
2: there. So you've experienced that.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I try, I try, you know, it's much better to go home on the outside, so you pick your days when it's nice. Because if you go in the intercoastal and you just, on a Sunday afternoon... Right. It's like...
2: Jim Jim Hayes and I sitting off the corner of uh, Government Cut and right we're right on the corner of the jetty where the jet skis have to come out of the um, inlet to run down South Beach.
0: Yeah.
2: We counted 83 in a row <laughs> in one pack like a Harley gang yeah. but
0: jet skiers. Well, it was a slow day, you know. <laughs> that was a slow day, Jeff. 83, I mean, yeah.
2: Dude.
0: You know
2: what I mean? That's, that's going to be a serious problem coming up um, at the boat ramps. I mean, I was at, I was at, I was at Crandon Park last, I had this client in from California. He's such a nice dude and he had to go fishing on a Sunday. And I told him, I said, fishing on a Sunday? Like, you know, <laughs> so anyway, I went down to Crandon Park on Key Biscayne. I had to wait 90 minutes. Yeah,
0: that's, that's insane.
2: 90 minutes at the boat ramp. <clears throat> that's insane. And when you looked at the parking lot, it was all jet ski trailers that were taking up the spaces. That would be like in New York City where these little scooters that they rent around town were taking up full parking spots all across the city. Mm. That's what's happening at our boat ramps with the damn jet skiers. And then... So then you got those guys and then you got the rental dude that's never not there. And each rental dude, like the dude down here um at George English Park which is about six blocks from my house it totally drives me crazy it feels like I got skunk on me all the time because there's a jet skis rental right there I cannot drive by the place without seeing a half dozen jet skis and the rental dude and his truck yeah, yeah. it used to be a bait spot no more but it was originally a
1: jet ski rental spot too
2: yeah, when the jet ski guy had to rent from the marina dock space like the rest of the friggin' people, right. not gub up on the... Yeah, not Craigslist style. Right. This is just like, this is kind of like the food truck phenomenon. Could you imagine if you took Rhonda to eat at a food truck
0: 25 years ago? Well, I don't know. I, I don't know. I hadn't thought about it, but it, has to be, it would have to be a gourmet food truck, though. It couldn't be just a run-of-the-mill food Dude,
2: truck. Dude, if I were to ask Nicole to eat at a food truck in the 90s... I'd have got a slap. I'd have got a slap for my wife. She she don't want to eat standing up with a paper plate. Not in the nineties, she did it. Plastic fork and knife. Now Now it's
0: made it trendy.
2: Now it's fashionable, and you bring them to the food truck, and they'd be like, "Man, I haven't had food like this ever. This is so unique." And now it's cool, but then it wasn't cool. Like I was bringing her to like, I mean, dude, I'm 20 years old or whatever. You know, I'm, I'm getting by and everything, and I'm bringing her to what was the place on the port? Jack, uh Burden oh, yeah, Jacks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jacks, Yeah. Hey, bring it a burden Jacks. I get it, the friggin' ten pound lobster. Yeah. We're hanging out at Shooters on a daily basis. We're doing whatever we can, but we are definitely not
0: eating out of food trucks. I think they just kind of. I'm still not in the food trucks.
1: I don't like standing and eating. To me, is the. I have a hard time standing and eating at a party. Never mind a <laughs>
2: a,
0: a park somewhere. Oh yeah, yeah. It gets yeah. It gets it gets tough. But I think they stole that whole concept from the construction workers because you have those guys with the trucks and the horns going, nah, 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 they show up, and the guys, everybody they all come out. All the come canteen out the, truck. Yeah, the canteen truck. There you go. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, right? You know what so I mean? So the
2: food truck is just an extension of the canteen oh, yeah. truck? it's
0: yeah. It's been gentrified. The road truck. It's coach? been gentrified for the new generation. All right. Do you know where, um,
2: well, you know where Hallover Inlet is? Yeah. Okay, so Hallover Inlet is sandwiched between Bell Harbor, some of the highest... Real estate in all of Dade County and Golden Beach, which is the highest real estate in all of Dade County. And right in between there, there's a park. And every Thursday night, that thing is slapped full of food trucks. And the people from Golden Beach and Bow Harbor are eating at the food trucks.
0: They've made it trendy.
2: If they make the water taxis trendy, I I swear to God, I'm going to puke. I don't know how that You're,
0: you're going to puke okay, Look at them Look at those things Well I'm
2: already puking With the water taxi But if it ever becomes trendy
0: I I I, I don't God I don't know Did I, st- I, I know. Yeah I, uh, I choked you up there yeah, a little bit. I I, <clears throat> I can't see how that could happen God
2: no Well dude I When I was Alright Nicole She's 100 pounds Right
0: I'm feeding her So she ch- put weight on <laughs> you put a little weight on.
2: I'm feeding her a 10 pound lobster some Burton Jacks. If I would have thought for a second, for a second then, that she'd eat out of the food truck. I mean, that was 1990, called 1996. I mean, a 10 pound lobster, that was like friggin' 60. 96,
1: you guys were already together 15 years in 96. Hey, in 96, we were rolling.
2: All right, I w- at, 16, <coughs> at 16, I'd bring her to like, you know, the fancy joint, Ruth, Chris, or whatever, but that was like once or twice a year. By the time, you know, the 90s came around, we had the bar and everything, we had some cash. I mean, you know, you, you was were a regular,
0: rolling. It was your regular thing.
2: Right, and we definitely weren't eating out of food trucks. The closest thing we had to the food trucks were the G-Stringer uh, hot dog chicks.
0: I had to eat. Yeah, she probably didn't want to go to that place either.
1: Robert, have you been to Top Golf? No. What's that? That's a multi-floored, I don't know if that's the right word, multi-level, yeah, driving range, golf driving range. No kidding. That has like music playing and food and drinks and targets out in a field, where it's like keep score for you, like bowling kind of. So you hit the golf ball. Oh, look, you hit a target. The targets are huge, like the size of a swimming pool. Oh, look, you got three points. And then everybody's name's up there. Jeff's up there, Robert, Lamont, everybody.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And
1: uh, it is packed. I went Saturday night, and we (laughs) went late. Our reservation was for 9 o'clock. And eating, standing up, like, no. And um, I didn't have a good time but I'm probably in the minority because looking around, everyone else was having a great
2: time. They were having a great time. Golfing, go eating, drinking. Just being
0: out on a Saturday night. Standing up eating. I like stuff. that thing. Because the food trucks have trained them to stand up and eat now.
2: Yeah, the food trucks. So. The food trucks, the um, the hot dog guys, little Cuban cafes all around Miami and everything where you got to just you know roll up there. There's just a bar. There's not even a place to sit. You just take your stuff and you go.
1: I mean, things are changing. Listeners, comment wherever um, you're on the social media, and okay. let us know if you've been to Top Golf. I just want to put out a little informal poll out there, like yay or nay. You've heard about it, you're planning on going, or you've been, or you're a regular. <laughs> because there, people brought their own clubs too,
0: and I thought that, that was douchey. So these are real. These are the, these are the real guys that bring in their own clubs. Kind of like the guys that show up with a combo on Captain Jeff's boat. They bring their combo. You, these guys are bringing their own clubs yeah
2: but you do know the combo thing is universal <clears throat> what do you mean it's all around the world all fishermen do it and they can't help themselves they can't help bring it. the combos yeah dude if you got a first combo you know especially like like if you got one made
1: or i don't know you got the fancy one they, don't, they want to catch something on their combo it's important it doesn't even have to be fancy
2: right it's important and I don't care where... They, I, dude, I got them coming over from Finland and stuff, bringing combos. You know what I mean? It ain't easy to get a combo on the plane.
0: No, it's not. It's, and especially, then, especially post-9-11. Right, and it's then... It's not even tougher. And dudes are showing up with, like... I mean, these combos are big bucks. I
2: didn't, Over 500. Over 500, and they're bringing two-pieces. Two-piece rods. Yeah. Because they, you know, they, they want to travel with head. it. Yeah. They want to travel with it. Yeah. So they're paying up, big time, for, for the two-piece, two two-piece custom. Two custom. Some of them, some, you know, people like to throw around the name. Everybody, oh, I got the Saint Croix this or whatever, you know. They're like big into their three hundred dollar two-piece rod, and then they
1: bring it. And like, they're not Saint Croix Pro Staff, are they? Could be because I like I see a lot of people that have Saint Croix Pro Staff on their profile. Well, that's because that's the only
2: way they can afford it. You get on the pro staff, you get 30%, 40% off, and then they can, you, can, you can get a couple, three, four combos. You know what I mean?
1: Okay.
2: And then, you know, you can be like me and Robert, or if you want a St. Croix, you just go down to your local tackle shop, not Bass Pro Shop, and you just spend the dough for one, like gentlemen.
1: Which the gear thing always brings us back to where we started, which is the guys that don't live in you know, really fishable areas like South Florida or, you know, Fort Lauderdale, Miami, that live up north, that are constantly buying gear and outfits and dressing in fishing clothes as on land, which is a pet peeve of mine. And Robert, dude, five o'clock, on his way to Providence, boop, here, seven thirty, toasting at the elbow room. Bang, yeah. Friday hey. night. Dust. Hanging with Bouncer on Sunday morning. Yep. Saturday Coconuts Trip with Jeff Boop Sunday Start winding it down And then what time Do you, your flights Out of here Sunday
0: Oh I'm not, I'm not I don't know I'm not going back On Sunday this, this week But usually um, it's, Well I take that same one It's that 1196 And 1197 It's like um, When I leave Lauderdale It's like around noontime I want to say Yo. We leave here about noontime out of Lauderdale in Providence so they turn that same they turn that same aircraft around so that leaves Lauderdale oh, lands you. in Providence and um, they, you know they give it a quick de-lousing whatever they do in there I don't know what they do in there you know but they do some stuff you know and then um, and then they turn it around and it leaves there around four and I'm here at seven so that's like your yeah. dream schedule yeah like yeah. if you could have it exactly the way you want it yeah yeah that's and it works go because I can still do some stuff like that day, the day of my departure right. from Providence. Um, I still kind of can get some stuff done, because I like that 4 o'clock. That 4 o'clock's perfect. Providence traffic is easy. Just the whole thing, it works. It just works. So why do you think so many people
2: talk about the lifestyle and doing what you do, but just don't do, don't do it? it on,
1: start, like, from the beginning, to put it on... Um,
0: I don't know. I mean, everybody, I guess they could, you know... Your, big, your biggest limitation is yourself You say you can't do it You can't. I mean there's a million more things that I want to do And I'm probably my own, my own Worst enemy on not accomplishing them You know what and I mean I think
2: that's well put
0: You know that's I what it is I mean there's so many things I want to do And I haven't done And it's because I I put the limits Could I do it? Of course I could I could do it tomorrow morning and I could just say that's what we're doing And we're doing You know what I mean well, Hey, Bill, what do you, I hate to interrupt you I got Bill Demler on the phone Billy He knows Tiki Man
1: Bill can you hear us?
3: Yeah, I can hear y'all.
1: Dude, what happened to
2: Tiki Man? Um, well, anyway, he's cruising up the river, you know. He, he really don't get
3: out too much anymore, but he was cruising up the river. I think it was like, you know, right at the, uh, the uh, outlet of the river. He said it was kind of like a narrow part of the channel. And the, one of the bigger water taxis, I can't remember the name right off the bat, but um, he, he kind of like had maybe about 10 feet of room between Greg and another boat. And he kind of clipped Greg, and uh, Greg called the cops. The boat just you know, boarded a taxi. Of course, just kept on going. And um, he called the cops. He met him at some restaurant right on the river. I can't remember which one, but the cops showed up and said, "Dude, I don't see no yellow paint on your boat, and there's no more than two thousand dollars worth of damage. Go home." And that was the story. But Greg, uh, I saw he posted on the uh, on the group the other day. I don't know if you all saw it. But he said he met up with Bill Walker, and the guy seemed to be very cooperative and wants to kind of, you know, work things out and resolve things. So, I, you know, I don't know if Greg mentioned uh, any of the other things that are going on with the water taxi and people complaining about the wakes and everything. But if you ask me, I think they have settled down a little bit lately from what I've
2: seen. We were just talking about and, that. We thought they settled down... A little bit, except I was doing a workout today down at Sunrise Harbor, just watching the big boys blast right by, which totally just did... breaking up on me, bro. Uh, okay, thanks, Bill.
1: Thanks for checking in.
2: Yeah, thanks, dude. That... Check Bill. Yep. No, that was Bill Demler. That guy is friends with Tiki Man, who was in the Tiki boat that got sideswiped by the water taxi. So uh, we'll call that breaking news.
0: Yeah. Friend, friend of Tiki, right there. Friend. friend of Tiki. I mean, does Tiki? Did, so you, you met Tiki, man? Yeah, I met him a few years back, probably about four years ago. Nice guy, real nice guy. I think he's like turning into like a celebrity around town a little bit. I think he's been one. We're just kind of being made aware because of this unfortunate incident. So now everybody's talking about Tiki Man and what happened to him.
2: I like the name. The name's easy, Tiki Man. Yeah,
0: you know. You, know like I mean? you
2: say Tiki Man a couple of times and like, you know, you feel like you already know yeah. the dude. Yeah, you feel, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know Tiki Man, but he posted on the water taxi problem, he had a problem with the... And it
0: just has a friendly feel to it, Tiki Man. Tiki Man. You know what I mean? How can you not smile when you say it? Or, mm-hmm. or hear it?
2: Lamont well, was doing a show, Lamont was doing a show with some crazy rap artist or something. I think it was called Hoochie Man. Is that right? Gucci. Hoo- Gucci Man.
0: Oh, Gucci, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Who was probably a spinoff of Tiki Man?
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll tell you one thing. I'm gonna one thing I'm gonna say. South Florida, Fort Lauderdale in particular, definitely changing. Because uh, probably about three or four weeks ago, when I when I was at the Elbow Room, who would think you're at Elbow Room and you're seeing LV bags? The girls that have LV bags, right? Louis Vuitton, right? right. We all know what I'm talking about, right? Through the code word, we all know. Okay, they're wearing Rolexes, okay. Um, and I don't even know yeah you know what I mean right there and um, what else did they have and they had Gucci oh and there was some Gucci that's what maybe that's what triggered this whole thought they were Gucci and I'm like really growing up you, you know as a
1: teenager and a young kid riding bikes and everything there were two places you were told to stay away from the drug wall right. and the elbow room because the really bad element was the, the elbow room yeah yeah so well. if that can become trendy and happening the water taxi can become trendy and happening, just mm. as easy.
2: If the yeah. food trucks be- can become trendy and happening, then the water taxis can become trendy and happening. It's sad, things are changing, we can't stop it, we can't fight it, but get used to.
1: Can you identify a food truck person, like just straight up, like walking past them in the supermarket and be like, that's a food trucker? Well, I used to think I could. Like myself, like like the hipster dude.
0: Yeah, that's like, a, I, that's what I envision. Right, like yeah. really
2: trying. Yeah. You'd be yeah. like, oh, that's a food truck. Yeah. But then the old lady wants me to bring her down.
0: Rhonda hit you up for to do the food truck thing yet? Um, I think once we went we went to one of the craft brewers in town, and uh, there was the food truck, and she wanted to like, oh, let's go get a food truck snack, you know. Dude, the, the and bro- I'm like I've been on construction sites my whole life with those. You know, we used to call them the roach coach. You know what I mean? Roach coach, you know, right? The old you canteen. Know? And I'm like, do I really? You know, I, I don't know. I mean, and I'm not, and I'm not, you know, like I'm like a fancy pants kind of guy. It's not that, but I'm like, I just don't think of food truck when I want something to eat. I think Southport Rabbie. That's what I think. Hanging out like that. Well, you know, I you know I
2: got you know I got hit right in the face with the food truck thing. Was. Three years ago, when we did LunkerCon at uh, 81 Bay Brewery, and it's this big brewery. I remember they, now. They got it in this huge place, right? Yeah. They got it. I mean, dude, I can not. hold 500 yeah. people and all this stuff. So we packed the place, and they get two food trucks to pull up in the front of it. They ran out. They ran out in an hour. Oh
1: yeah.
2: I didn't think anybody would actually go out there. You know, I just have the popcorn and the peanuts that they're serving at the bar or whatever than actually eat out of the food truck. But they hit me with that so hard. And I was like, well, you know, you know, we're at a brewery, it's kinda of like a hipster thing, blah blah blah. Yeah,
0: they like that. They but, like that. But
2: that but that ain't true no more. No. The Louis Vuittons that you're seeing at Elbow Room you're seeing at the food truck place. Yeah.
0: They want the whole experience. Winwood you
2: Wynwood. Know? And chicks are drinking beer. Yeah. They're drinking beer that makes you fart.
0: I hate when that happens. Well, I
2: mean, all these microbreweries and stuff, the beer goes down, it tastes great, but then the next morning. You're blasting. Well, it ain't like it ain't like drinking uh, Ultra Lights over here or whatever we're drinking, Michelob Ultras. Totally different, and the chicks are doing that. If I was at Yukon when I was in college, if I woke up next to a chick that was farting like she was at a microbrewery the day before,
1: microbrewery yeah. and food truck. Because all that stuff, you deadly
0: combination. Like, that, well, that may be, you know, that may be-, uh, be. Korean
1: yeah. tacos with kimchi on them and the food truck stuff. <laughs> oh, they're all using a lot of fermented <laughs> vegetables <laughs> and
0: stuff. I don't really want to think of it. I'm gonna have nightmares now Lamar. I'm gonna have nightmares. <laughs> all right, well,
2: dude, we've been, we've, been, no. we've been recording for like an hour, let's wrap this up. But before we wrap it up, Robert, tell us, you just got in to uh, Fort Lauderdale today
0: or last night last night yeah last night and what's on the agenda this week well last night we got delayed it was pretty bad you know they held up they held up the flight it was two hour delay I don't know something happened on the other side on the flight you know I don't know so they so they're late they're already like a two hour delay and then one of the inflights she she lost her purse Okay. So they that's it, the planes, you know, a lady in her purse. I mean you just you know, your <laughs> you, wife lost you, her they're, purse? Not, they're not no, so no, one of the inflights, oh, you know, the I know, the, 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 no, the, the, the crew, check working the on the on yeah. the plane lost yeah, her the purse. Crew, the crew, you know. So it was like a big thing. So it took an hour to locate the bag and they did get it. And we're sitting in the plane for like a whole hour while they're trying to find the bag. It was something. So anyway, so last night kind of got messed up. I got in late, no big deal, fired up a nice cigar. a cocktail outside and just kind of hung out saying good it's good to be home you know right um today kind of hit the elbow room um beach place got some cigars um beach beach place cigar beach cigar whatever good people over there um went back home hung out for a bit got ready to come here tomorrow if I wake up, I may wake up and decide to blast down to the Keys. So I'm thinking of doing that.
2: Thinking about getting a quick Keys trip
0: in? Yeah, I'm thinking I'm going to get a quick overnight, maybe two overnights, but definitely how one overnight. How Mar- far down? Uh, marathon. I, I like to go to Key Colony Beach. It's oh, a nice. pretty cool That's spot. a great yeah. place. Yeah. 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 Key Colony Beach. I like, I like great. Key Colony Beach. I got married there, Key Colony Beach. Really? Yeah. yeah. That's got class. There. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Key Colony Beach, my parents used to bring us there when yeah. I was just kids. Yeah.
0: It's a cool spot. If you're going to go anywhere in the Keys, that's where you want to go. It's really just. It's nice you know so so we'll probably go down there um i don't know if i'll be able to catch a boat or not I'll, I'm, I'm gonna try um, but if not we'll just kind of kick back get my 30-cent chicken wings and my 30-cent shrimp a happy hour at sparky's and maybe hit keys keys fisheries over there too they have the nice stone crabs over there or whatever
2: check but out robert he's got his places already believe, picked out me, I already and, got and
1: you, they all know him there you know that yeah, believe, so believe, what are your spots yeah, what, what are I your do?
2: spots in marathon
0: you got nothing, right? We got nothing.
2: Guy's been here his yeah. whole life. He's got yeah. no yeah. Spots yeah. in marathon. Yeah. Robert's got like a half a dozen. He's gonna yeah. roll yeah.
0: through. And they and they and they and they remember what I have for a beer too. You know, because certain places I have certain drinks, and they remember. They're pretty cool. You know. So and yeah, after marath-
2: and okay, so after yeah. marathon,
0: uh, after marathon, oh, we'll head back up. We'll head back up. Well, to Lauderdale. You know, Waterdale. You know I'll, I'll stop. I'll definitely stop. I'll definitely stop at Lorelei. Maybe hit Wahoo's over at the Whale Harbor. Right. You know, we'll hit that. You know what I mean? Those are all the. You know. Then, of course, gotta go see Mike over at um, over at Alabama Jacks over at Downtown Card Sound, you know what I mean? Gotta go see Big Mike over there, you know what I mean? Of course. You know what I mean? So we're gonna stop in there, you know, he's, <laughs> a, he's, a, a, he's a cool cat, he's a cool cat, you know, the owner. Um, so def- definitely, you know, that's like my last stop before I hit civilization, you know? So yeah, so if we get some water time in, we'll see.
2: Dude, I love it. This has been a great episode of the Real Guy Podcast. We got Robert Silva in here tonight, straight up from Massachusetts. You heard the agenda. Don't you want to be like Robert? Don't you want to be like him?
0: Dude, he's teaching I, don't wish you. I don't wish that on anybody. I don't, don't wish that on anybody. Dude, you're a living idol.
2: <laughs> Don't let them kid you. Oh, People yeah. want to do that. They want to be that. They talk about that. They, they, they think they know everything, but you're actually doing it. You're living the lifestyle, Robert. Thanks for coming in for the podcast. Thanks for having me run that dog with captain Jeff, another fantastic person that we've met through the real guide network. Um, so glad he came in. And, um, if you guys want to know how to do four Lauderdale to marathon and back, email me jeff at lunkerdog.com i'll get the i'll get the word from robert we'll take care of you run that dog and thanks for tuning in
1: hey um you guys have stayed with it this long if you're on itunes go to itunes and hit the, that um what is it the ratings five stars give us the five star rating that really helps
2: yeah the rating thing's a big deal um we appreciate everything oh and by the way the uh The podcast has been a major success so far we really appreciate the support the support in uh the weekly listeners and um we're going to keep bringing them to you hope you're enjoying them we're working on a live event at the tarpon river brewery coming up here at the end of may so uh stay tuned we'll try to keep you posted and uh thanks for tuning in to captain jeff run that dog.